Hello, you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. I'm your host Akshi, and today is Thursday, the seventh of September. Let's delve into the latest news from around the nation and across the globe. So, without any delay, let's dive into today's top headlines. In our first story, Aditya L1 treated us all to a breathtaking view from the cosmos. It recently shared a remarkable selfie taken from the space, capturing an awe-inspiring image of our beautiful planet Earth alongside the moon. Next up, Delhi is all set to host world leaders at the G20 summit with preparations in full swing. However, to ensure security and smooth proceedings, the city will impose curfew measures starting at 9 p.m. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has responded to a remark made by a DMK leader. The remark in question with touched upon the context of Sanatana and promoted the Prime Minister to call for a considered and thoughtful response. Moving on, Prime Minister Narendra Modi during his visit to Indonesia emphasized the deep historical geographical ties that connect India and the ASEAN region, highlighting the importance of the relationship. In a region marked by conflict, Russia has conducted local elections in occupied areas of Ukraine. These elections have faced widespread condemnation from the international community. Some exciting news on the business front. Larsen & Turbo has secured a massive order worth rupees 24,000 crore from Saudi Aramco. As a result, LNT's shares experienced a significant surge in early trading, according to a recent report. Wrapping up today's headlines, Indian cricketer Shikhar Dhawan has caused a quite a stir on the internet within batch. Wrapping up today's headlines, Indian cricketer Shikhar Dhawan has caused quite a stir on the internet with his inspiring message to Team India after being left out of the World Cup squad. His go all out message has captured batch. His go all out message has captured the attention of cricket enthusiasts worldwide. Let's dive into the details. First news from the national section, India's Aditya L1 spacecraft has captured stunning images of Earth and the Moon from space as it loops around the planet ahead of leaving for its destination, Langrage Point L1. It also shared a selfie. The spacecraft, which is on a mission to study the Sun, is currently en route to the Sun-Earth L1 point, a unique location in space where the gravitational forces of the Sun and the Earth are in equilibrium. Launched on September 2 from the Sri Harikota launch pad in Andhra Pradesh, Aditya L1 is India's first solar observatory mission. The spacecraft has completed two Earth-bound maneuvers as it eyes leaving the planet forever in the coming days to go its new home nearly 15 lakh kilometers away. The spacecraft carries seven payloads designed to uh, observe various aspects of the sun, including its photosphere, chromosphere and corona. It will also measure the variation in magnetic field strength at the halo orbit around L1. Moving on to another national news, months of preparations, excitement and security arrangements are all set to pay off as India gets ready to host the mega G20 summit in the national capital this weekend. World leaders have also begun arriving. With less than 12 hours to go until the traffic restrictions kick in, the Delhi police is gearing up for a hectic four days, even as almost people leaving or working in the new Delhi district are looking forward to a forced long weekend. Heavy, medium and light goods vehicles will not be allowed to enter Delhi from 9pm today till midnight on Sunday. The same restrictions will apply to taxis and autos from 5am on Saturday. 
A gazette notification by the Delhi government said the entire area of New Delhi district will be considered a controlled zone from tomorrow morning till Sunday. Only bona fide residents, authorized vehicles and vehicles involved in services such as housekeeping, catering, waste management for hotels, hospitals and other important installations in the district will be allowed to travel to Indiagate, see Hexagon and other such areas. Moving on to another big national news Prime Minister Narendra Modi in his first reaction to the Sanatana Dharm controversy has said the remarks of Tamil Nadu minister Udayanidhi Stalin needs proper response His response came a day after Udayanidhi Stalin cited the central government's omission of an invite to President Draupadi Murmu for the inauguration of the new parliament as an example of discrimination by the practitioners of Sanatana Dharm The minister the son of chief minister MK Stalin has refused to apologize for his comment that Sanatana Dharma is akin to a disease and should be eradicated. He has repeatedly said he is ready to face any legal action for his comments. There are reports that attempts are being made to get the Tamil Nadu governor's sanction to initiate action against him. Moving on to the international section Calling ASEAN the central pillar of the country's act east policy, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said Thursday that India will fully support the group's centrality and outlook on the Indo-Pacific. Terming the 21st century as the Asia Century, PM Modi said it is necessary to build a rule-based post-COVID world order and efforts by all the human welfare. The progress of free and open Indo-Pacific and elevating the voice of global south is in the common interest of all Modi said at the ASEAN India summit in Jakarta in his statement he said our partnership is entering its fourth decade our history and geography connect India and ASEAN along with shared values regional unity peace and prosperity and a shared belief in the multipolar world also binds us together Moving on to another international news, Russian occupation officials are holding municipal and regional elections this week in four regions of Ukraine that Moscow has annexed even as Ukrainian forces claw back territory in some of those areas in a grueling counteroffensive. The voting is seen by Kyiv and its international allies as a fraudulent attempt by Moscow to tighten its grip on the territories it has illegally claimed in the south and east of Ukraine. Voting began last week and runs until Sunday in the four partially occupied regions Donetsk, Luhansk, Kherson and Zaporizhia. Together with Crimea which Russia annexed into the 2014, they make up about 1/5th of Ukrainian territory. Early voting in some areas will end Thursday while in other places voting will be held over the weekend according to the Russian news agency TASS. Ukraine and its allies say the results are a foregone conclusion and will lead to many Kremlin connected candidates winning office. Moving on to business section, engineering and construction major Larsen and Turbo Limited has bagged a mega Irmako order. A report said on Thursday, Global Data bagged MEED, formerly Middle East Economic Digest on September 7 reported that L&T has bagged two engineering procurement and construction orders as part of Saudi Aramco's second expansion phase of its Jafura unconventional gas production project. The order from Saudi Aramco's Jafura's conventional gas development project is nearly 24,000 crore rupees reports said. The second contract is constructing gas compression units and is worth 1 billion dollar that is 83.2 billion rupees according to the report LNT will develop a gas processing plant and main process units for the project 
Saudi Aramco has planned a 110 billion dollars Jafura gas project in the eastern province. The company has classified projects worth rupees 1000 to 2500 crore as significant orders while those in the range of 2500 to 500 crore rupees as classified as large. Moving on to sports section, veteran Indian opener Shikhar Dhawan issued an eye-catching response after the Board of Control for Cricket in India announced India's squad for the upcoming edition of the ICC World Cup on Tuesday. Two-time champions India will host the one-day international World Cup for the first time since MS Dhoni and company lifted the famous trophy at home back in 2011. Under the leadership of Rohit Sharma, India will aim to end this trophy-less run in ICC events. Deemed surplus to requirements in the World Cup year, Dhawan was earlier considered an integral part of India's leadership group. Following the arrival of young openers Shubman Gill and Ishan Kishan on the international scene, Dhawan took a back seat and his mediocre run in ODIs eventually triggered his ouster from the national squad. averaging only 34.40 dhawan had a strike rate of 74.21 last year and that concludes today's top stories we will be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis on these news items thank you for tuning into jagran news podcast stay tuned